0: I hope you are having a great day. It's Jamie Crozier here. I am the host of the Coffee and Jesus podcast. And so in this community, we will spend time together by reading the Bible, asking questions, challenging ourselves, and celebrating our victories. I am so glad you're here today. Let's dive right in. Well, today I thought we would stop and talk a little bit about how we speak how we speak to others, how we speak about ourselves. Uh, This is actually inspired by a message that I preached um, a few weeks ago or a month ago, I'm not sure now, and it just resonated so much with me. I was actually preaching to myself. (laughs) There were people in the seats, but I was really preaching to myself. And just the time that I took to kind of study this topic and read about this topic Look at it in the Bible, through the Bible stories, um, journal about it. It really resonated with me. And so I'm just thinking if something resonates with me, it probably resonates with you. You know, right? I tell people this all the time. If you're questioning something, Other people are questioning it, questioning it too. So don't ever be afraid to ask a question. Or if you're sensing something, other people are probably sensing it too. So don't, don't feel bad about bringing it up. And so I really want to say that to myself too, with this how we speak to each other, how we speak, you know, about ourselves just how we really think about the words that come out of our mouths. It's something that really resonates with me and that I'm really trying to grow and learn in. And so I'm guessing that for some of you, it's the same. So I'm going to share a little bit um, from that message and uh, share with you my notes on that today as we talk and uh, go through that. So it all actually started a few years ago, I was in a meeting with my boss. And what I do love about meetings that we have in our workplace, I work at a church, but I really think that every place should have meetings like this. It's not just about your work that you do, you know, whatever it might be, how many uh, things that you produce an hour, or how many, you know, spreadsheets of information you have, it really also should be and accountability for how we do life, especially if you are working in a faith-based company or you are, if you're a boss and you're a Christian, you really should care about your employees and their lives. So I'm so thankful that I have that opportunity with my boss. We, we talk about work, obviously, but we also talk about just things in in our lives and we keep each other accountable. So before this meeting, I said to my boss, hey, I know we've got this meeting coming up next week. And something that I really want you to think about and share with me is an area that you think I could improve in. It doesn't necessarily have to be my work, just, you know, something about me, an area where I can improve. Now we talk about areas that we're that we're succeeding in too. So it's not like the whole meeting is a downer. But I have worked with my boss for i C. I've been on staff for about seven years, but I've been a part of our church for about 12 or 13 years now since 2009. So I've had a relationship with my boss for a long time. I really, really trust him to speak into my life and into my husband's life. Uh, he and his wife have been mentors in, uh, in my life with my husband. So I really trust them to speak into my life. So we're sitting there and we're having, you know, our regular conversation. And he tells me that an area in which I could prove is in my relationships and, and specifically the relationships that I have with our members at our church and with our staff. And ouch, I mean, that that really hurt. It actually wasn't something that I was expecting um, because I felt like I had great relationships. But as I thought about it, it made a whole lot of sense. You see, over the past several years, uh, since I've been in this role as pastor, I am, well, I'm just anyway, I'm extroverted. And I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but I just love to talk. <laughs> so I'm extroverted. And it, you know, I just love to talk to people, the more people that I can meet and talk to the better. So as a pastor, I just really thrived off of that. I love being in our cafe as people are coming and going. And I love stopping and talking to them. I'm also super busy on a Sunday morning, I have a lot of things that I oversee. And so many times I'm being called somewhere to help with something. And and that's okay. I love doing all of those things. But something that I've learned as I became a pastor was I didn't have time on Sunday mornings to really talk with someone for a long period of time. It was a lot of quick conversations. And what I found is over the years, I actually created this habit of just having quick conversations with a lot of people because I wanted to talk with as many people as possible. So I never really had deep conversations and that habit actually carried over into my life. And so I don't know if any of you can resonate. Um, I would guess that if you're very extroverted like I am, you may resonate with this. We have lots of friends because we can go talk to anybody. (laughs) But because we're so busy talking to so many different people, we don't have we don't have a lot of, of deep relationships. I have a close group of people that I trust. But outside of that, I don't have Oh, I'm working on it now. But at the time, I really didn't have the amount of deeper relationships related to to be healthy to have that that community so he he was he was right i that's exactly what i was doing so this was a few years ago and you know since then i've been really working on building relationships and really thinking about the way that I speak that I'm not just having these short superficial conversations, which are great. And I think you can't really avoid them, especially in a situation like a Sunday morning. Um, An example is like, Hey, good morning. How are you? Good? How are you? Great. Thanks for being here. Good to see you. And like, that's, that's all there is. But I'm trying to be better about getting to know people and, and getting to know something special about them and actually talking more specifically with them about something in their lives. And I've noticed people are doing the same for me too. So we're, we're working towards relationships and, and it's just super exciting. But I I wonder, like, have you ever had that happen to you where someone tells you something about yourself that you didn't know, you know, <laughs> and oh, my gravy, they are so right. You know, you have all the emotions, all the emotions right there. I know you know what I'm talking about. So today, I actually want to read a little bit from the book of James, actually focusing on chapter three, and uh, sometimes sometimes we find this when we're reading the Bible, but especially in James, James is being kind of like how my boss was to me. James is pointing something out to us that we don't even realize about ourselves. And he's talking about the way we speak. So James is a book that can sound, it can sound really harsh, but when we know who he's talking to, then it makes a difference on how we read it. So in our reading today, James is talking to Christians who just don't know what they don't know. They essentially have deceived themselves into thinking they're all good, but the way that they are talking to other people is actually hurting them. Basically they're finding themselves in their boss's office, (laughs) like how I was, and James is telling them, you know, really how it is. But it it can feel a little you know, it can feel a little hurtful. Let's take this let's take this verse for example. Um this is James one twenty-six and this is the NIV and this is what it says. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight ring on their tongues deceive themselves and their religion is worthless. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I'm probably not going to pick that verse to frame and put on the wall of my house, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? But but remember who James is talking to? He's talking to those of us who who just don't even know this about ourselves. Like maybe we're religious. And and he's talking to the people that are religious in the sense that they think what they do is all they need. Like, um, they go to church every Sunday, so they're good, right? Or sometimes we say, "Well, I tithe, so, so I'm all good." Whatever it is, fill in the blank. Well, God, I do X, Y, Z, so I'm good. And what we don't realize is that by not loving others with our words, we are actually missing the point of what it means to have a real relationship with Jesus, one that loves God and loves others. And you know what, Satan he's actually using this to our advantage. Here's the thing. The more we do or don't do something, the more it becomes natural, the more it's a habit to the point that we don't even realize it. And when it comes to the way that we talk, words are so powerful. And we, if we aren't careful about what we say, we can actually be cursing people when we really should be blessing them. And, and let me just be clear about this. Our words, like I'm not excluding social media. The words that we type into social media are, are the same thing. So and I'm just as guilty of this than anyone else. I want you to I want to give you a glimpse into um, my into my uh, my life here. So this has happened. I wish I could say it's only happened once, but it, it's happened several times. Um, but in in our house, we have a couch and um, sometimes Kevin and I are sitting there and we're, and we're just both like scrolling social media. I don't know if you do this, but sometimes I do. <laughs> I just sit there and I'm scrolling and then all of a sudden I see that post. you know what post I'm talking about? You know what post I'm talking about. It's a post that makes you stop scrolling <laughs> and it just kind of gets you a little fired up. And so what I do is I start type, typing a comment and I must like give off some type of um, aura when, I, <laughs> when I'm typing a comment about something that really fires me up because my husband who can't see what I'm typing, it's like he just has this sense that he knows something in the spiritual is happening. <laughs> and and from the couch he just looks over and he looks at me and I can I just like I can feel his stare. And so what do I do? Delete, 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 delete. <laughs> I don't finish my comment and I, and I'm deleting it. But then you guys then this is I'm being very transparent here. Here's the next thing that I usually do. I all of a sudden think of a Bible verse that matches my point of view. And then I think, you know what? They have to believe this because I'm gonna put a Bible verse with it. Yes. <laughs> oh my goodness, you guys. So then I start typing again. And because I'm adding a Bible verse, you guys, I feel like my typing gets a little bit harder on my phone. <laughs> like my husband sitting on the couch next to me, he can actually hear me banging on my phone, my fingernails. And he looks over at me again. And, and then I'm like, Ugh. You're right. Delete, delete, delete. <laughs> but you see, I get so wrapped up in my religion that I think it gives me a free pass to say whatever I want because it's biblical, right? <laughs> no, I'm so thankful for Kevin in my life, for, for my boss, for the book of James, for Holy Spirit to point these things out to me. Because because here's the thing, in my, in my head, Here's what I think is going to happen, and and I just want to tell you this never happens. But here's what I think: when I'm typing that comment, and and I'm adding the Bible verse to it, even I think that someone who's gonna that the person who posted the the original post is gonna read my comment, and it's gonna be like, oh, you know what, Jamie, you are so right. I mean, I've thought this way about this topic my whole life, but reading your comment with that Bible verse, you know, I have just completely changed my mind. You are right. And I was wrong. Never, never, ever, ever has that happened. (laughs) And I think sometimes I don't know about you. But sometimes I think for me, when I post those comments, typically, I've been really good about not actually hitting the post, it's been type, 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 delete, 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 type, 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 delete, 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 pray and move on. Um, but I, when we post them, they're more about our own satisfaction than, than they are about relationship. Because if I really care so much about that point, then I should go out of my way and meet that person face to face and have a conversation with them or, or call them up on the phone um, somewhere where they can hear my voice, hear that I love them and care about them and actually be able to have dialogue uh, back and forth. It, it does not happen on text. It does not happen on social media. And I'm preaching to myself here. But if I'm preaching to you, then you know, that's just a freebie. But I'm saying I'm saying this to myself first. But yeah, so I'm just I am I'm so thankful to have um, Kevin in my life. Maybe maybe your spouse or your really good friend is that for you too, or your boss like like mine is, but we have Holy Spirit Okay, we have Holy Spirit and God first and foremost that um, that is there to just guide us in those. And just remember, like they're not trying to condemn you. The Holy Spirit is not trying to condemn you. James is not trying to condemn you. James is pleading with us and he wants us to invite wisdom into our lives before we speak. And the book of James, it's stern, but it's because James James knows that the devil wants us to stay deceived. You know, I actually think it gives Satan a little extra joy when Christians hurt others. And James, he wants our freedom, not not just for us, but for others too. So with all that background, I actually want to take some time today. I did this in um, in sermon when I was preaching. I really just wanted to read the entire chapter of James chapter three, because here's the thing, it can be so easy to just pick verses to match what we want to say. Just like in those comments, it's so easy to pick verses. But you know what? even Satan, even Satan knows the verses. (laughs) It is actually much better to understand the entire context, to understand what the author is trying to tell us, to ask Holy Spirit uh, what he's trying to tell us. And I really wish that we had more time on Sunday mornings to read Large sections of the Bible because I really do think that it would help people understand the Bible more. And the other thing is, you know, I may pick a few verses somewhere, you know, out of this book that I think resonates, but another verse may resonate with you better. So as I read chapter three, there may be a couple verses that stand out to you, but I guarantee you to another listener, uh, different verses are going to stand out to them. So I want to read the entire chapter this morning. I'm going to read, um, well, it's morning for me. I don't know what time it is for you right now, but (laughs) I want to read uh, chapter three from the book of James. And I've actually chosen to read it out of the easy to read version this morning. I love, I love trying different versions. And um, so that's what we're going to do today. Okay. My brothers and sisters, not many of you should be teachers. I say this because, as you know, we who teach will be judged more strictly than others. We all make mistakes. A person who never said anything wrong would be perfect. Someone like that would be able to control their whole body, too. We put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us. With these bits, we can control their whole body. And it is the same with ships. A ship is very big and it is pushed by strong winds. But a very small rudder controls that big ship. And the one who controls the rudder decides where the ship will go. It goes where he wants it to go. And it is the same with our tongue. It is a small part of our body, but it can boast about great things. A big forest fire can be started with only a little flame. The tongue is like a fire. It is a world of evil among the parts of the body. It spreads its evil through our whole body and it starts a fire that influences all of life. It gets this fire from hell. Humans have control over every kind of animal, bird, reptile, and fish, and they have controlled all of these things, but no one can control the tongue. It is wild and evil, full of deadly poison. We use our tongues to praise our Lord and Father, but then we curse people who were created in God's likeness. These praises and curses come from the same mouth. My brothers and sisters, this should not happen. Do good water and bad water flow from the same spring? Of course not. My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree make olives? Or can a grapevine make figs? No, no and a well full of salty water cannot give good water. Are any among you who are really wise and understanding? Then you should show your wisdom by living right. You should do what is good with humility. A wise person does not boast. If you are selfish and have bitter jealousy in your hearts, you will have no reason to boast. Your boasting is a lie that hides the truth. That kind of wisdom does not come from God. That wisdom comes from the world. It's not spiritual. It is from the devil. Where there is jealousy and selfishness, there will be confusion and every kind of evil. But the wisdom that comes from God is like this. First, it's pure. It is also also peaceful, gentle, and easy to please. This wisdom is always ready to help people who have trouble and to do good for others. This wisdom is always fair and honest. People who work for peace in a peaceful way get the blessings that come from living right. So where did you feel a little poke? I know mine started right from the beginning. <laughs> but remember, this is not to condemn us. Some of these verses, they feel harsh, but James gives us a very practical way of checking our, our speech, of checking how we talk. Our words should be pure and peaceful and gentle and easy to please. Our words should be ready to help and should do good for others. We should be fair and honest. You guys, this is actually how we should sound all the time. And I'll be the first to admit that I don't sound like this all the time. But imagine if we did. Even when people don't deserve it, actually, especially when people don't deserve it, can you imagine if every single Christian sounded this way? Did you know that at the time of my research, um, I was reading that there are more than two billion Christians on earth. So about one third of all people alive today consider themselves Christians. What if we all spoke like this? there would be a fire. Now, in James, we talk about a fire like in a bad way. But if we all spoke like this with with purity and peacefulness and gentleness and trying to please and help others, if we all spoke like that, there would be a fire in a good way. It would be a fire of righteousness. (laughs) It would be an explosion of people hearing the love of Jesus on a regular basis. And can you imagine? I want you to think for a moment right now, someone that you know that is going through a hard time, someone that you know that is uh, struggling in their marriage or someone that is struggling with addiction, someone that is, is struggling with mental illness. Can you imagine if all the time, all they heard from others was the love of Jesus? All they heard from others was them being gentle with their words and them, them ready to help, them being fair and honest and, and loving. Can you imagine how many marriages would be restored and families brought back together? How many friendships would be Mended. Can you imagine how many people would actually be set permanently free from depression, anxiety, and addiction simply because they came face to face and over and over again with people who speak the love of Jesus over them? Our words should be pure, then peaceful and gentle, easy to please. Our words should always be ready to help, should do good for others. Our words should be fair and honest. So I don't know where this finds you today, but I actually want to take a moment before we wrap up this podcast and I just want to pray over you. So if you are able to bow your head, um, if you're driving, do not do that. <laughs> but if you are, if you're in a place where you actually can just close your eyes for a moment and, and take out all the distraction, um, if you are able to actually just open your hands so that you can just be in a position to receive some love from the Father. Um, I'd invite you to do that right now. If you are not able, that's great; that's fine. Don't worry about it. Just listen. But God, right now, I just want to say thank you so much for the person listening to this right now, wherever they are right now. God, I ask that you that you bless them, that you fill them with your love, that you that you highlight to them where they can speak to other people this 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 pure, peaceful, gentle love that you would that you would so gently highlight maybe areas where they where they haven't been doing that not to condemn us god but to show us how how we can turn from that and we can we can actually bless others. Thank you for making us pure, Lord. Thank you for for making us righteous, not because of anything that that we've done, but because you've done it all. And thank you that you choose to partner with us to share your love to others wherever we are. Thank you that you've actually placed us in a place wherever you are right now listening to this. I want you to know that God has placed you in a place to be his light. He does not want you to hide from it. He does not want to put you under a bush. He actually places you on a hilltop so that you can be seen because you reflect the love of the father. And so God, right now, I ask that you affirm that into the person listening to this podcast right now, that you let them know how much they are loved, how much they are valued, and that you are inviting them into a partnership to speak love to everyone they come into contact with. God, remind us. Remind us when we're in those conversations. It's easy to remember, Lord, when we're having a conversation with someone that we already love and care about. It's easy to remember, but it's not easy to remember, God, when we're in a difficult conversation or we're speaking with someone that's that's bothering us or we're speaking with someone that we disagree with, Lord. And I ask that you bring to mind this podcast, when those situations happen, that you bring to mind your love and how much you want to share your love to the people around us. You show us those opportunities, God. And I ask that you give us the the wisdom and the courage and the strength to have those conversations in, in peace, being gentle and ready to help others. Just thank you so much, Lord. In your name I pray. Amen. 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 I hope that you have a great rest of your day. Thank you for taking the time to talk with me today. And you know I would love to hear more about this. So if you have something that you wanna share about this, or if you have a question, I would love for you to send it to me. My email is in the description. You can find me on Facebook and send me a message. You can talk about it in the Facebook group. But I would love to hear what questions or comments you have about this. And, and I might use your question on, the, on another podcast because. Remember, if you are thinking it, if you are questioning it, then then so is someone else. So would love to hear your questions. Ask me anything, and we would love to talk about it. I, I just hope that you have a great rest of your day. So this is Jamie Crozier, and it's been great talking with you today on the Coffee and Jesus podcast, and I will see you next time.